Jesus said, Man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. We cannot presume upon the Lord or or think that we are somehow entitled that the Lord would save our children from birth or from the womb. But what we can do is we can rely and trust upon the promises of God to us and to our children. And we can raise our children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And we can raise our children as Christians. For the Presbyterian folk in the room, you'll be delighted, I have no doubt, to hear um, that in this regard, I would disagree with some of my Baptist brothers and sisters. I have not always held this view. There was a time that, that I felt quite sure that Christian parents should regard their children as unbelievers. Because in the vast majority of cases... We are not physically born into this world regenerate, although I've already provided the disclaimer that that may be possible. But in the vast majority of cases, we have to be what? Born again, a second time. This is what what Jesus says to Nicodemus and their interaction in John chapter 3 when Nicodemus meets him at night. And Nicodemus is perplexed. Can can I go back into my mother's womb and, and be born again? And Jesus says, you're a teacher in Israel and you don't know these things? He's condemning him. He he is chastising him. He's saying, you should know this. It's not only a teaching of the New Testament, but it it is in the prophets. It's in the Old Testament. Ezekiel spoke of this. Isaiah spoke of this. The need for a new heart. The need to be born again. And so, I believe the vast majority of cases, when we have a child who is physically born into this world, they are born without being regenerate. And they require the new birth. They, re- they require being born again by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so technically, it is literally true that, that our children, at a point, are unregenerate and therefore unbelievers. But the question is how we should raise them. The question is not in regards to the ontological theological reality. The, the, that's not the question. So the question is not, are our children literally regenerate or not? The question, I believe, for parents is, how does the Bible tell us to raise our children? For instance, to be painfully practical, should we teach our children the Lord's Prayer? To pray, our Father. Not mom and dad's father, someone's father, their father, Jesus' father, but to pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And I would argue strongly that we should. That when I regard my children, when I disciple them, each night our family has family worship for about half an hour where we read the scripture, where where we catechize our children, where they're memorizing Bible verses. And in all of this, we disciple our children as Christians. And this is why. One, because of the covenant promises of God. That for those who fear Him, He is faithful to the thousandth generation. But two, even for the Baptist, who maybe struggles with some of the covenantal language, even for the Baptist, the reality is this, if you are reformed in your soteriology, if you believe that God is sovereign over salvation, then you should believe this, that the same God who is sovereign over the ends 
E-N-D-S, the ends, is also sovereign over the means. Meaning that the same God who determined before the foundations of the world were laid who the elect were, who he would save as a free gift by grace through faith in Christ alone, this same God who determined who he would save, he also has determined the means by which they will be saved. And all of church history, and I believe the full weight of scripture, more importantly, points towards this fact, that the chief means by which God saves is through godly parenting. Does God save outside of that? Of course. This is why we do the work of an evangelist. And certainly in the early church, the, the, the bulk of conversions were coming from, well, what I would call not relational evangelism, but riot evangelism. You go into a town, you do some public street preaching, then the Lord gives you a prison ministry because you get thrown in jail and you start making disciples there. But many adults came to saving faith that were not raised in Christian homes. Many Gentiles Many people had no knowledge of, of Yahweh, no, no knowledge of the triune God. And even many Judaizers uh, who, who did not at first accept Jesus. The scripture says he came to his own, but they knew him not. They rejected the Messiah. And yet they come, they are converted through the preaching of the gospel. Paul says in Romans chapter 10, verse 14, how will they believe unless they hear? And how will they hear unless someone preaches and how will someone preach unless they're sent as the scripture says blessed are the feet of them of those who bring good news so we believe in evangelism and we believe in the power of preaching the gospel but we also should believe in evangelism and the power of preaching the gospel in our homes with our wives with our children with ourselves that every day we preach the gospel to ourselves again and again and again, reminding ourselves of the promises of God and the mercy and the grace of Jesus. As the Puritans used to say, we fan our hearts from a clod to a flame. We preach to ourselves. This is what we see the psalmist do several times throughout the Psalter. There are multiple times that, that, that the audience that's being addressed in the Psalms is God. To you, O God, like our psalm today, Psalm 71. But there are other times where the audience is not actually the Lord. The audience that the psalmist is addressing is himself. Why so downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Hope in God. He's not telling God to hope in God. He's telling his own heart to hope in God. He is preaching to himself. And then he begins to recount all his blessings. All of God's promises. Hope in God. Why? Simply because it's the right thing to do. But also because it is the beneficial thing to do. It's not merely right, a commandment of the Lord, but it is good. It brings blessing from the Lord. Here are all of His promises. Here are all of His blessings. Here are all of His goodness. Remember the goodness of the Lord and hope in Him once more. So we preach to ourselves. We wash our wives, husbands in the room, washing our wives in the Word. And we catechize our children and disciple our children and preach the Word to our children with faith. As a special thank you for your gift of any amount, we'll be happy to send you a free digital book from our store. To access this offer, visit rightresponseministries.com offer. We highly recommend Pastor Joel's book, Am I Truly Saved? If you or someone you know has wrestled with doubts about the love of God, 
this would be a great resource. As a reminder, to get this offer, go to rightresponseministries.com offer. And thank you for your generous support.